Okay, we are back again. How are you doing? Good. How about yourself? A bit tired, but I'm good. I'm good. You know what? Funny thing. Uh, it's good that we did an episode about Andrew Tate last week because he got oh, cancelled. You know? Yeah, I saw that. They yes. they banned him from from virtually everywhere, like Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. So so uh, yeah. I wonder what will be his like. I know. Let's Reaction? say like. A, medium like a vehicle for him to you know to to like deliver the message to people like of course he will he probably has a website um or something like that where like his most most devoted fans are coming uh to to like interact with him but i wonder how he now uh intend uh, how he, how now he intends to to grow his audience that's mm. that's 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 interesting for me from marketing point of view i would yeah. say you know i know we 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 need to talk about overrated underrated but i'm just curious because we're talking about uh about him being banned from all this um social networks etc right like what's your view in terms of companies can just ban you from using their platforms mm. that's uh, i i think that that would be too too um too long discussion about it because that too many just quickly just quickly too many facets <laughs> to to this topic you know overall so, do you think it's a good thing on, or a bad on thing on one hand you have something like okay i'm taking let's say like all of those companies um are private companies yeah. right all of those platforms so if you have your own company let's say your oh let's let's imagine you have a restaurant and there is this guy who is coming over to your restaurant and offending uh people all the time you know who are dining mm -hmm. at your restaurant would you would you ban this guy from from your restaurant or not yeah exactly i don't know yeah yeah so yeah so so uh, really really uh, really difficult it's they have all the right to to uh to 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 ban him from from their platforms mm. uh but but honestly he's not the first person who who's banned from from social media platforms like Donald Trump was before him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so really, like, uh, it's it's not like an extremely new case, I would no. say. And no. we are talking about some guy who is like a celebrity, you know. Uh, Donald Trump at that time was was a former president of the United States and uh, and influential politician. So, so let's say lack of Donald Trump in social media spaces was more impactful than lack of Andrew Tate. Mm. So, you know, of course there is some kind of a morality regarding free speech and stuff like that. But at the same time, I believe that the, like your freedom of speech should not limit or of, 
limit someone else's uh, freedom of speech and should not limit someone else's freedom. So where you mm. start mm. saying things like, I don't know, um, oh, I have the freedom of speech to tell that I hate this particular group of people and yeah. I don't want them in public spaces. I don't know. Yeah. That's a bit, you know, okay, it's a freedom of speech, but that's that's a bit too far, you know? Mm, mm, mm. No, I'm just fascinated by uh, by this. So, but anyway, we need to go back to talk about uh, overrated and uh, underrated. Another thing that we did yeah. in the past. So, so, so quick reminder, overrated, underrated is, is a discussion for us to decide whether a certain topic, whether a certain thing is underrated or overrated in the, let's say, general, uh, general view, like by the, by the public. So, so whether we think that people uh, underrate or overrate certain thing. Mm completely yeah, so okay. let's start with the with the with the most trending one okay i think it's this one the first one yes <laughs> crypto and blockchain i would i would add nft here but but oh. but let's say nft of course is built on crypto built on blockchain so so it's uh it's it's part of the whole industry so uh so yeah I know what I think, yeah. and uh, I think you should go first because this is your cup of tea, and then maybe I will add something. Okay, I have two ways to answer this question. Actually, okay. one is um, if you look at what is on the news, then I think it's overrated. Um, I think people get too hyped about price, about this, thinking they can make a shitload of money very easily. It's all like a Ponzi scheme. That for me, that part of the narrative is very, very overrated. Um, if you are not educated enough, I think, um, yeah, it's overrated for you. You know, you should not touch it if you are not educated and you don't know what you're doing. Um, however, I think if you are educated and you really understand the technology and the adoption curve, network effect, Metcalf's law, and things like that, then for me, I would say it's underrated, especially in the space of NFT, is my view, um, in that the utility, we haven't really even explored how NFT can be used, not just pictures of monkeys, or pictures of whatever that got sold for millions and millions of dollars. That's the overrated part. But the underrated part is in 10 years, 20 years time, how this is going to replace everything that we have as physical evidence of something. So think about your um, certificate, whether it's a diploma certificate, um, graduation certificate, whether it's your qualifications, whether it's any receipts that you buy, tickets, um, for music festivals, for concerts, or going to an event, all this sort of stuff um, can potentially be replaced by NFT and the technology that sits behind it. So for me, the two-way answer this is if you look at it from a price perspective, investment, I think that's a little bit overrated. Um, but if you look at the technology and the adoption of it and what's under the hood, then for me, that is underrated and seriously 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 underrated so that's my answer 
Yeah, I would say invest. I would say the same. Like investment-wise, is uh, at the moment is is super overrated. When it comes to the actual app application, pro, I'm not. I'm not telling. I'm. I'm not gonna say 100%, but probably mm. underrated because we should wait for the for the second wave. Uh, mm. We should wait for the second wave of of this technology which will probably happen after you know the massive decline that that the industry will experience in the upcoming months yeah um, the years and then there will be uprising and uh, there will be increase they will there will be growth and and people will uh, will start to come up with with new up application of this technology and this time it will be useful it will this time it will create more value to um, to the public to the society as a whole not only as a matter of speculation on some assets yeah because, because that's that's what actually uh, it was for for past like uh, i don't know 18 months i would say 18 months uh, maybe maybe less but but it was like a asset for speculation, investment for speculation. That's it. Right. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm reading um, right now. I'm reading Peter Thiel uh, zero to one. Uh, mm -hmm. do, do you know this book? I know uh, the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he this in this book he described dot uh, mania as 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 it was intense but short, eighteen months. Of insanity, uh, gold rush of Silicon Valley, money everywhere, uh, often sketchy people to chase it. Mm. Doesn't 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 this sound familiar? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And this could potentially be that moment back in the two thousands, right? So, you know, there's going to be. 90% of the project that's going to go to zero, literally zero. Uh, but there's going to be the Googles, the Facebooks, the um, Netflix that is hidden within them. So it's our job to find out what are they. And then um, if you invest in them, then you could potentially be a really good, be in a really good space. But what's also important is that when we talk about .com, it's 2000, right? It was 1990 something, 2000. It all sort of picked up and picked in 2020 this sort of time is still growing that took 20 years so i guess if people think they can become a millionaire next year by getting crypto you're wrong but if you think about it for 20 years 30 years there might be a chance not investment advice not financial advice but there might be a chance there might be a chance exactly exactly yeah. okay, okay let's do the next one what's the next one you want to do let's do this one soft, soft skills, skills. Uh, massively underrated um, mm. and I'm speaking from my own experience of let's say Polish slash European educational system uh, may maybe more Polish than than European as a whole but I would say that uh, but but also during university I would say that there Loads of hours are spent on crafting technical skills, and and this is forced upon us. 
I would say. So, you know, uh, in, uh, in, in, in like primary school and high school, you will probably do, do maths, you will do some languages, you will do some, um, I don't know, maybe some uh, computer studies or something like that. Uh, maybe even some arts, you know, which are more of like technical, uh, actually nature than, than soft skills. Then during the university, doing your master degree, you will you will do all this, you know, financial analysis and and stuff like that. And and actually, if you don't take initiative on your own, you will not. Uh, learn any soft skills you will not grow any soft skills you will mm-hmm. not uh, gain any of them you 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 probably you will have some some group works but it's not enough like like uh, the pace that you will then um, experience when you go to real time real real life job after the university or maybe you will start a company like the pace of 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 learning and and um, and mastering your soft skills will be um 10x of what it was during your um your education so definitely mm-hmm. look for for if like education fails you to provide you with opportunities to develop your soft skills so if you have 15 at right now or maybe even 20 or maybe even you or maybe you have only one year of 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 studying left and you still want to take uh, the most out of it then go and find something where you can uh, develop your develop your soft skills don't focus too much on 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 technical skills yeah yeah for me i think soft skills is kind of between underrated and properly rated i think for me it's it's between there and i think just to define what soft skills is for me soft skills are things like you know the communications and you know things we talked about in the past like patience tenacity for me that's that's my definition of soft skills and actually we do have the next few episodes where we'll focus on talking about soft skills Mm -hmm. a lot um but yeah for me it's somewhere between properly rated and underrated um, and it's because um, I feel like a lot of people know it, but not a lot of people do it. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I look at, when I look at myself, and I think you know what um, gives me the success that I have today, etc. I think it's all of those things, and you know things like communication. How do you talk about certain things? And these are things that no one teaches us. You know, I'm sure you and me, our communication skills have improved because we have been doing a podcast for 70 episodes now. And we just practice it every single week. Um, So for me, it's like people know it, but people, I think, take it for granted. And people think that it's not something that they can work on. But actually, it is something that you can work on. You just have to do it. Um, but then also another thing that I think why it's still underrated is because employers or clients, for example, they don't value this a lot sometimes, in my opinion. Um, they will say it, but they don't actually show it. Um, they will say, oh, yeah, it's good, it's good. But it's like, but they don't they don't really take that as part of your 
um, I don't know, evaluation or stuff like that. So for me, it's like, yeah, I think a lot of people know it, so properly rate it, but not many people actually practice it or make it happen or make it part of a way of um, measuring performance, etc. Uh -huh. So for me, it's still underrated yeah. in that sense. So, so let's do a swift transition to to technical knowledge, yeah. which is very close to like it's related to the spectrum of you know soft skills, technical. That's why we do this. Like two different ends of of some spectrum, mm. uh, and and for me, technical knowledge is overrated in that sense that. Uh, technical knowledge can be mostly uh, self-thought by just spending loads of time, you know, on it. So if you if you devote loads of your time, your free time, your working time, whatever, on on developing your technical knowledge, then you will you will accumulate it, right? Mm. But when it comes to soft skills, you can you you to some extent you can you know go read some books do some yeah. online courses or something like that and and maybe get some idea about soft skills but to actually develop them in yourself you will need some opportunities for that mm -hmm. and opportunities don't happen every day so yeah. So, so it's not like technical knowledge. You can gain technical knowledge every day by devoting your time. But for, for soft skills, you just need opportunities, which don't happen every day, don't happen every hour. So, so it's not that easy to, to develop soft skills. Yeah. And, and also from, from, um, from uh, let's say uh, hmm, hustler entrepreneur um, point of view i would say that that soft skills are definitely more important than technical knowledge to 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 go on top to become a leader to become a mm. an entrepreneur hustler because actually good entrepreneurs good leaders they are confident to manage people who are better than them in a meaning they have more technical knowledge than them yeah do you think that bill gates was the smartest it guy in microsoft maybe in the very early stages but later on i don't think so do you mm. think that that steve jobs was the smartest in in apple when it comes so. to technical knowledge no like he had some soft skills that just just, just that were just like a uh, like a drive for the whole company right it was it was the main drive for the company not like technical knowledge yeah yeah i i agree you know i think for me technical knowledge is and i'm biased on this i think it's overrated uh, and not that I'm not saying it's not important. We all agree that it is important, um, but I think you 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 really nearly on its head there just now when you said maybe in the early stages technical knowledge are very important to show your value, find your value in the marketplace. But then if you want to move up, 
um, soft skills become really important because you are leveraging other people's technical knowledge to help you get things done, to help you get tasks done. Um, one thing I would say is that I obviously don't want people to walk away thinking that, oh, technical knowledge is so important, so I can just work on my soft skills. That is absolutely not what we are saying. I think they're both important. Um, and if you have both, it's great. You know, you should work towards excelling in, uh, in both of them. Um, you can't really do one without the other unless you consciously choose to do that. But for me, technical knowledge is overrated also in the sense that you know, in companies or in um, the clients or the work, people always just value that first. You know, it makes sense because it's the easiest thing that people can measure. But one should not judge one's performance purely based on technical knowledge. Um, it should also have an equal weighting in soft skills is my, uh, is my view. Whereas at the moment, everyone just talk about technical knowledge a lot. So... Yeah, that, that's my view. Okay. So we are all right. Five minutes now. So, speed uh, up. And, and, oh, so okay. So you want speed to up. Okay. Audio on the break. Um, let's just do one more. You know? Okay. Uh, let's do one more. I will you pick. Like, okay. You want me to pick? <laughs> yeah, pick, pick. Okay. I will pick. I think we talked about one of them briefly before. So okay. I want to talk about this one business partner. Oh, Do you think it's uh, overrated or underrated? I would say properly rated because mm. there are some, some some pros and cons to 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 having a business partner. Mm. Because I had two business partnerships in my entrepreneurial career so far, and they didn't work out as planned unfortunately um so so sometimes i would say i would say the biggest con of 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 having a business partner is the the fact that there is like like um responsibility dilutes you know so so like um sometimes maybe maybe it's it's the matter of maturity or or you know setting like uh, strict rules between business partners but but the dilution of of um, of responsibility uh, is is quite big issue when it comes to business partnerships mm -hmm. um the pro of having a business partner is uh, you are not in this alone you know and you have you have like Two people combined, you have more skills. Two people combined, you have more um, network capital, let's say. Two people combined in certain circumstances, you have more financial resources together. So, so you know, that these are the pros of, of, um, of, of having a business partner. Yeah, so yeah. I would say properly rated, like Doug, good things to it and there are bad things to it like uh of course bill gates had paul allen with him uh steve jobs had um uh, steve Wozniak with him but i have never heard about uh, jeff bezos having anyone as a business partner mm. or business partner i have never heard about um 
yeah. Elon Musk yeah. having like a close business partner or something like that. So, so like, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't have a business partner at the moment, so I think I'm not. I'm not really well qualified to talk about this. But uh, what I would say is, I think people need to be very clear that business partner are very different from friends, and you decided yeah. to do business together. <laughs> because I think people always think, oh, we're good friends, and then we can start to talk about this business thing. But then going into a relationship as a business partner is very different from doing no, friends. Yeah. And I think if you're not mature enough to draw those boundaries, you may end up losing a friend because there's money involved, there's profit, there's X, Y, there's Z. Um, so yeah, for me, that is like the, the differentiator that I think people need to have is that if you, you don't expect people will think about the same thing as you do, um, because yeah, being business partners and friends are, are two very different. So um, yeah, that, that's what- Yeah, that's just like actually two, two of my business partners were my good friends and uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it, it didn't it didn't Work turn out. out as we expected but we yeah. we are still in good re i'm still in good relationships with them so 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 like if still you are mature good. enough even if something goes south you you are still to you are able to still like uh, get along you know mm. okay mm. okay uh, that's for tonight we we went over time uh, but thank you everyone for, for watching for listening to it um we hope you enjoyed it um we hope you will start following us on the newborn hustlers um instagram profile then you will know uh, about the upcoming episodes you will know about the topics of the upcoming episodes indeed so, so go there and find us there and follow us that's it thank you everyone yep. and then see you next week